Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast, where we listen into a group of rural firefighters as they give their opinions on the challenges they face, both on and off the fireground. We release a new episode every week, so please hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating, and share this with your fire family and friends. Now on to this week's episode, where as always, we ask the question, are you DTFF? Going in three, two, you're always eating. One. Hello and welcome to Scott eating cheesy puffs. I got like five months. Three hours of Scott eating cheesy puffs. Just eating cheesy puffs. It's like those. What are they? The AM, the ACMR videos. The witch. What? You haven't heard of these things? No. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh wow! This is a this is a podcast, not a visual thing. So oh, what are you looking for? Well, do, I are we actually recording? One hundred percent. He said three, two, one. ASMR, ASMR. I think we should just start without him. No, no, it's 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 ridiculous. It's like people making noises into microphones. And it's just recordings, like that's literally eating what we do cheesy puffs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, so like it's podcasting 101. <laughs> no, it's, it's not like not talking, like actually. Like, so they're just like they're they're going. That's not that's what it is. They're making weird noises on the microphone. They're like chewing on things. They're wrestling papers. They're or, like, like rubbing shit for movies. Yeah, basically, not uh, even for movies. It's just uh, it's just like for, just for it's fun. like white noise. <laughs> Did, it's for like relaxing. Why did we go so far off like track? That. And like, it's like it didn't. Oh, we haven't man. even introduced. No it. <laughs> But if if that, so I I saw this thing. There's this guy. I think he worked for BuzzFeed, and he had a number one trending song on iTunes called A A A A A Space A Very Good Morning or something. And you know, every time you plug an iPhone now into your off. car, huh? Now we're getting pulled off freaking YouTube. Well, you just, you just we're not song. listening to it. <laughs> no, the song doesn't go A A A. It's like oh. many, 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 many A's in a row, and then a very good morning. Sounds very Canadian. Well, A A. So you plug your phone in, and it'll immediately start playing the first song on oh, your playlist. Smart. And your shit's always cranked way up. You've been driving home. You're all amped up. You got loud tunes. In the morning, you plug it in, and it's going to start blaring at you. So instead, it's just dead space. And then at the very end of like five minutes, he figures that so as long as you need to start driving, it says, "Have a nice day." That's terrifying. Oh yeah, for sure. I think you can buy it for like a buck. That is horrific. I'm not buying that. No. Shout out to that guy. No. <laughs> I like Jocko better. I have Jocko. Like, right. Get up. Get up. Get after it. <laughs> you know, we already have that conversation. Yeah. It's the EA song. <laughs> like. Terrifying voices of, yeah. of men in the darkness <laughs> in hotel rooms. Scott. No, I changed that. Stand by. Yeah. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by to get something <laughs> in your ear in the dark in a hotel room. <laughs> right. Well, welcome to the Welcome to the Fire Fire Podcast. This, uh, yeah, this, this is an interesting start. Um, tonight, I have three members of my firefighting family. I have Ash. Hello. I have Kev. Good evening. And I got cheesy puff fingers, Scott. <laughs> I like to say I finished them finally. Yay! <laughs> it's because Rob's not here tonight. He decided not to come, so Scott decided to make <clears throat> crinkly noises in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna. We had a stretch for 
but we're going to talk about that in a bit. Carl, right made, after. It. Carl made it to this version. I did make it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't sneak through this one. Mm-hmm. We made it. Um, yeah, Ash, shout-outs. Please and thank you. Shout-outs. Uh, okay, we got uh, Chief Miller, as always, uh, likes and shares our content as well as a whole bunch of other people. Uh, check out, he's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, chiefmillerapparel.com. MySpace. Um, sorry, what? MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> yeah, he's on the MySpace. Um, it's just the chief left. Yeah, he, uh, the, the guy shares everything. Um, if you haven't heard of him yet, you definitely are also living in the dark ages. So check him out. You probably have yeah. a MySpace account. Right? Yeah, you, you're probably looking for him right now on MySpace. Um, so, uh, yeah, he, uh, he he shares all of our, our stuff as well as uh, a bunch of other people, uh, podcasters, other uh, uh, content creators. So check out uh, The Chief. He's uh, really good. Um, Modus Fire Rescue. Uh, they have... Uh, um, the snagger tool they have their door wedge they have a couple of other new products in the works that are uh, about to be released so stand by for that uh, also with modus check out their uh, um, what but what? Oh. Uh, <laughs> we are lucky enough to have a discount code for those guys um, if you go on there your entire order is 5% off if you use DTFF5 so we want to thank those guys. Um, like we said before, they got really tight margins. So for them to be able to offer this to us uh, and then to you guys is really, really good. So let's get on there, show those guys some love. Uh, you can pick colors, you can pick engravings, you can have it say anything. All of our stuff that we have all says DTFF, which is awesome. So uh, thanks to Modus and thanks to you guys for uh, you know helping us help them. Uh, RZ Masks. Uh, We've been getting a lot of good feedback from you guys. uh, And uh, RZ's come through with our discount code for them. Carl, if you want to help me out there. Public safety. They're going to be getting us uh, a very specific one. Is the conversation. Mm -hmm. This is the one they've given us for now, which works just great. A lot of people already say it. I hear it's 10% off. No. 20% 20% off? Is no. it 25 there, Ash? Is it 25% off? I bet it's not above 28%. No. It... <laughs> Carl? It's the big 3-0. 3-0. Wow, this is Marketing 101. Um, yeah, so 30% off. Um, it's... Uh, they obviously have pretty good margins. So <laughs> they, they are able to help us all out for sure. So uh, big, big thanks to RZ, guys. If, uh, if you're in the market... We, as a department, just picked up one for every member and a couple of spares. So, um, that's how much we believe in it, um, that we went out and picked all, all that up. So We went with M1s. We had a couple yeah. of questions from people. We went with the M1s in the end. What? Decided that the M1s were the ones. I like my M2. Well, you're You've M2. got one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lucky for you. <laughs> so Kevin likes the M2s. So we, as a group... I uh, kind of felt the M1s were pretty alright. They uh, came down to single strap, easy on, easy off. You don't have to remove your helmet to put it on, which I thought was a big bonus. Yeah, it's um, like it's, the breathability of the M2. Yeah, it was really breathable. Yeah. and supposedly with the what were the F F3 is there? What was the codes for the filters? Uh, I think it's F1 to three. I think it is. Yeah, I can't yeah remember the F3. Like. We have F1s on our trial masks. Mm. We're supposed to be getting F3s. 
with the ones we're ordering for the department, and those are supposed to be even more breathable than the F1s. Right, right. But filter more. Filter cool. more, more breathable. Cool. So. <laughs> Crazy science. Yeah. I was told each of the filters lasts around 20 hours as well. If you were wondering, it's around 20 hours per filter. You get get two filters with every mask. Okay. Unless you drop it in some Gunji water like I did at that fire. <laughs> 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 then it doesn't filter anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think, <"Ugh." laughs> If it was everything it, into your mouth. It looked like a coffee filter. <laughs> the end right. of ah, But that's okay. It's The odor is washable and the, uh, just put a new filter in. It's so. throw away. Well, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and then lastly, I'm responding. Um, yeah, we've been working with those guys. Uh, we we use them. Uh, we've been having some some uh, troubles locally. Not I am responding's fault, but uh, they've they've been helping us work through it a bit. So that's uh, nice. And then lastly, on the shout outs, I want to give a big shout out to our boys down at uh, the Brotherhood Academy Radio. They uh, just got off uh, a mutual aid call tonight. Uh, like literally, as I was on the way out of the door, I was getting some photos of uh, of the call from Nick. It was a mutual aid call um, in a. I don't want to be an ignorant Canadian. I believe a neighboring county. That sounds American. Um, it was a whole bunch of tanker work. Not tender, because Americans call them tankers. Right. Uh, so they had uh, they had bladders down. Um, they were running. So kind of similar to our, our warehouse fire. They, were, they had an aerial, uh, though. Sorry, what? They had an aerial. They had an aerial, yeah. So they had a lot of water <coughs> shooting. Bladders go up. Yeah, yeah, I asked him if it was a save and he's like, uh no. <laughs> but it looks like a really good call. He also uh we joked about uh being able to take your personal vehicle direct to a fire call. So he was able to respond in his personal vehicle and he says, uh yeah, I mean the best thing about that is uh yep, the work's done and I'm out. And there was a bunch of uh the local guys were stuck on overhaul, so um, he 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 didn't mean it. In, in, I mean, it was. He had to get back. His wife's like a moment away from giving yeah. birth to their yeah, child. He's, to uh, <laughs> he's he's got to get himself back there for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, heard uh, I mean, I I seen what do you say? He put some up on Facebook, and uh, he's like, I don't know why my wife always waits until I'm in the other side of the house to say. Rrr, rrr. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, I quit poke. Like, don't poke the bear. Like, just, she is literally ready to breach any moment. <laughs> and you're like, breach. <laughs> and you're poking the bear. I'm like, uh, tread, tread lightly, brother. <laughs> so I think that's for uh, that's it for shoutouts. The uh, the barbers is listening. I've been listening to a couple now. We listened to him on the way back from uh, yeah Nelson the other day. Nelson the other day. And then uh, I listened to him. I listened to our this week's episode mm-hmm. as well. Shorty, but there was some uh, some pretty, pretty cool, cool yeah, stuff. Just there. going through some bits and pieces of what they're up to. Um, yeah. yeah, ours would be that short if we stayed on track. <laughs> yeah. If the opening of this was any any notice, like what? you may as well turn off now or stick around for the two hours of what we're going to be getting into because we're already lost. Can you imagine if this was somebody's initial taste of what we do? Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to check out episode 44. That looks like a nice, <laughs> a nice number. I don't know. I, 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 Welcome to the Volunteer Fire Burger Podcast. Scott's eating cheesy. This is great. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Speaking of nice things. Oh, yeah. We got stickers. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Decals. You know what we need to do with that? We need to choose a winner. Oh, we should. We do. That needs to happen. Uh, uh, you know what? Throughout the podcast tonight. We're going to either do that tonight throughout the podcast or we will do a name draw after 
um, that we can post up maybe for tomorrow morning. All right. Are we each picking a winner? I know uh, at one point yeah. you wanted to give stickers to everyone. I did. But... I wanted to go full Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to like go full you Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Uh, we'll go Oprah f- has a billion dollars. <laughs> there's sixty something. <laughs> there's sixty something comments on there. We'll we'll go four and we'll okay. We'll see where we're at. Yeah, I think we'll pick. Uh, do a bit of both. A little. We uh, can do two each. Yeah. Yeah, two grams. inches is probably good. I mean, two inches yeah, is good. Yeah. Six couple grams, couple, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. I like yeah. math. Yeah. Uh-huh. Math's good. Yeah. And shirts are—we're still working on them. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm wearing one, but that's it. Yeah, we got well, all the designs. <laughs> we have four that stuff. we share. Yeah. yeah like I'll actually, I'll There's post the. It's awkward. I'll post the design thing up because I don't know if we've yeah. ever shown the back of the. Yeah. Which I think the back is better. Oh, well, I guess the, the back. Come up a couple of well, well, the, the back, back is a sticker. The back, yeah, the back, the back is a black sticker. It's the black sticker. Yeah. We'll have to count who won that as well. Who, whether it was the black one or the orange one, oh, right in the end, they got they got, they got a lot of love. We appreciate that actually. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a it was something that we did uh, to take with us to the ATAC conference. ATAC conference summit. ATAC conference summit. <laughs> summit or summit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we grabbed them for them, <clears throat> but thinking that we obviously have a whole bunch more to give away for mm-hmm. you. They are reflective as well. We've we've got them. They fit perfectly on the back of an iPhone case. Um, We've all they, got they do wear it a little bit on the back of the iPhone case they from, do. from the grease yeah. of, of your cheesy fingers. <laughs> <laughs> See, Ash is uh, more than mine. <laughs> <laughs> they do great. I'm greasy at work. <laughs> it's from my job. They do great on your helmet, though. And they, they yeah, do seem to last quite well there. So, mm. yeah. Uh, and they're free, so just be happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> they will be for this, yeah. yeah. And then maybe I think what we'll do, like, we had a few people ask, like, how they can get their hands on them. Honestly, that because of the cost of them, I, I think shipping them is going to be like double what they're probably I, worth. I think yeah. uh, included in every shirt. Purchase. I would agree with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get one of each thrown into your uh, thrown into your your bags for mm-hmm. sure. If you buy a t-shirt, when we do the t-shirt stuff coming up, um, yeah, we'll we'll throw them in with that. It's just easier because uh, otherwise, even if we were to charge, you know what? We'll figure it out. If there's a place we can do it where we can. You know, and you're not you're not worried about paying shipping. Maybe we can figure something out if you want a whole bunch or something. Like we could do like packs of ten or something. Or... Yeah, something like that. Pretty great. Percent. So, uh, we did that, and we did the other thing. <laughs> I think Ash has some news. I'm already. Is Ash has some news? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Nick's gonna have a I like how you're in the news and we told you about it tonight just as you sat down. Yeah. <laughs> this is the news. I'm not reading about the news right now at all. That's probably best. Um, our news actually came about because we were talking about some other not quite so current news. I mean, it was from last week, which is crazy. So we'll talk about that after. But this is, I think, from today. Yep. Uh, a helicopter crashed uh, into a building in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, sadly, it sounds like one of the people involved uh, didn't make it. Um, what does it say here? Uh, it was a private helicopter. Um, took off from East 34th Airport at about 1.32 p.m. 11 minutes later, crashed onto the roof of a 54-story AXA uh, Equitable Center, Police Commissioner James O'Neill said uh, a real estate company called American Continental Properties uses the helicopter for executive travel. Um, the company identified the pilot who passed as Tim McCormick. Um, Did it crash on the street? 
Uh, no one. It was like on the top Hard of the, oh, it was on the top, top of the oh, building. Oh, okay. So I thought it fell onto the street. I didn't really. Yeah, but I think that's why there was only the one casualty. Right. If it crashed down in Manhattan, it would have been pandemonium on the streets. Oh yeah, there's a photo here of it smoking away on the on the rooftop. It's crazy. Oh yeah, well, I said that. But uh, yeah, sad sad deal there. Um, could have been could have been way worse. Yeah, it could have been way way worse. Which then, I mean, poses the question: like, can you imagine? Having to deal with a scene like that of a, <clears throat> there's been some aviation crashes in the states, but well, there's um, I mean, quite a few years ago, mm-hmm. we had a couple of airplane crashes here, yep, and uh, one or two airplanes crashed into a hotel. That's right, like two, two at once. Yeah, they t- they were doing a formation flying. Uh, yeah. I was like, I want to say I was like eight or nine years old. And we were watching them fly, and then they they had touch wings, and then they spiral. I remember watching them because I, I remember watching them from. From my parents' house, they spiraled down and they took out the a motel um, south of town, right near that warehouse fire, actually. Yeah. Um, so I think four or five people died in that because some people on the ground as well as uh, people in the airplane. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So happens. Happens in small towns. And then yeah. that was a bad scene. So I can imagine if 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 that would have fell off the roof and landed in into yeah Times Square where there's mm-hmm. thousands of people. Yeah. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. But stay safe. I hope they get, you know, get it all done safely and figure out. That would be an interesting one to, to to follow up on and see, see what they yeah. can get that done. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll do that. We'll we'll keep an eye open for that and see what, uh, as time passes, what, uh, what all comes of it. Mm. Yeah, and then. Um, <laughs> no more, more helicopter news. But wait, there's more. Uh, I'm sure most all of you have seen the footage of the uh, uh, Long Line Rescue, uh, the helicopter with the basket dangling off of it, and uh, I guess the helicopter take, takes off, and the basket starts to spin faster and faster and faster, and there's some poor old lady, I don't know if she like, broke a hip or something. 70 or something. Yeah, she was super, super old, like, <laughs> but I mean, like, she's in this basket, and the thing is ripping. She she must have passed out. Like there's there's no way, it, it would have been crazy, but uh, I think Scott was just saying there's a photo. <laughs> where they was it Gout? Where they? Yeah. I don't know something. <laughs> I was busy trying to figure out the news. <laughs> and, uh, it shows it upside down where like the stretcher is trying to rescue the helicopter. <laughs> well, it was going about as fast as it, it was. Yeah, it, it could probably could have actually taken off. <laughs> if they just released the next thing, she's flying. Next yeah. <laughs> just levitating there. Yeah. Oh man. I, I'm pretty sure Granny's fine. She did. So. She survived. Yeah, yeah. yeah she survived. It was quite a long. Like it was a long video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, I like. I was like fast forward. And, oh, it's just, it's getting worse and worse. And yeah. Worse like and this is gonna get better soon. Like they'll figure it out because it starts off and it's a really slow rotation. You're like yeah, oh, this man. happens. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's not too bad. It'll probably settle itself down. Yeah. And I I did the exact same thing. I fast forward another like 15, 20 <laughs> seconds and then whoa, <laughs> it's just really spinning. Uh, go a little further. Oh man, <laughs> I feel bad for her. I like it, like watching him. Like the pilot just like, do we? Do we go down? Yeah. He just like screws him out of here and just takes off. And he's like, let's just get it over with. <laughs> I feel like they, they should have made back. that let's go decision a lot earlier. Oh, than they or did. something. Or spinning. They like, must let's not go. You know what stops things from spinning? The ground. Yeah. 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 Let's I just mean, touch her back down. Well, yeah, I mean, but I'm, she was going so fast they couldn't even put her down at that point. And they couldn't. They couldn't propel down either because she was in the way. So it was just like, well, 
and they said like sometimes these things happen it just is what it is sometimes you get a crosswind and that's what yeah. happens you're, you're dangling a cord with something hanging off on the bottom. You need like a tagline on those things. You need something. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like why could you have had a tagline? Yeah, a tagline just dunk. It would have stopped it. Mm -hmm. I think. I don't know. I mean, I'm no expert well, in that. I don't know if you need to be. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. I wondered the same thing. I was like, do I just... Anyway, I don't should, know. Should get Granny on the podcast. Yeah, man. She'd be willing. <laughs> nice to reach out to Granny. Yeah, she'd be, I think she's still talking backwards Granny at the moment. <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, but she's safe. She's safe. As, yep. as much as we, we kind of joke around in kid, it is a sad state of affairs. If it was my nan, somebody else would be taking a trip in a helicopter as well, I think. They wouldn't be coming back either. <laughs> it's terrifying, man. Taking them on a tour. Of Taking them on a tour of Get Out. Um, Bill Burr. Helicopter. Killing people. Bill Burr helicopter story. <laughs> No, it was it, it was an accident, obviously. Uh, but Granny's okay, and mm -hmm. you know. But it, you can, those things happen. Like <clears throat> that's scary. That's scary. I literally, yeah. I, I'd have been past that way before. I, I just keep thinking of like what's going through your mind at that point. You're like, oh, this sucks. Well, it's a little bit scary. I'm like strapped to this Granny, yeah, going up to <laughs> going up to this helicopter, and then it's like, Bleh. yeah, it's scary. <laughs> like, am I falling off or? what <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we had a stretcher fire again again oh. with <laughs> it, like, stretcher fires in a, yeah we had like three in as many weeks yeah well yeah yeah <laughs> one every weekend crazy yeah yeah so cool uh, it came in around 1045 that. And we left scene around one thirty, I think. Yep. Yeah, because I got him around too. It was good. It was a very good, very good fire. It was a very. We got to use a whole bunch of skills, um, and I, I recently read something today, and it was a report from, and they were talking about NFPA standards and how they don't like in the NFPA apparently from a section I was reading from this guy. They don't like the fact that departments are training multiple skills at once and training them through. So, like we trained in the 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 set the set of we train a skill for an evening, and then next week we train a skill. Next week we train a skill, and then we train all of them at once. Or we start stacking, right? We, we do the door breach. Oh, they, they we do the like entry. The they don't like it. They they prefer you to do the one. This is this is when I'll find the article as well because I'm it's pretty funny, sure I saved it. Because today I was driving back. I'm with my wife and we were talking about I was talking about the fire and I said you know I realize the difference now from back in the day was the fact the guys all put all the skill like they had all the skills working at once and that's the difference now everybody's working as a team <clears throat> whereas before everybody was you know you'd have one or two skills but it was like you do that one skill and we all kind of watch now it's everybody's doing the skills and it was working as a team. So I, yeah, I'd like to read that article because, yeah, I'll, I'll I, I'm, I'm a super big fan of NFP as it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know if yes, you are. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> so that's that's what they were they were talking about, and they were saying that um, you know they, they don't like doing it that way. And I was thinking, you know what? If we didn't train that way, that fire would have been so much more challenging. Um, we did that, you know, I, I arrived on the, I arrived on rescue. I was the third truck out. 
And uh, when Wait, I got maybe there, should, should we rewind? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Well, you and me were the first truck. Let's yeah. Go yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, so like you said, it came in at ten forty-five ish. It came in as a structure fire in, in potentially an abandoned home. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and the address they gave, you know, in my mind, I'm like, well, there's only a couple of homes on that street, and probably is going to be an abandoned home. But there's a reason why a fire starts. And it could be people inside squatting. You know, I know they're they're in there probably illegally, but it doesn't mean you um, you deserve to die in a fire. So mm-hmm. um, right away, rescue comes in, or like in my head, like we're gonna have to do a search. <clears throat> um, so yeah, Kevin was on the on the me. on the call. They mentioned the lumber yard next door. Right. So there was uh, exposures lumber yard, yeah, lumber yeah, lumber yard. And mm-hmm. a business, uh, like a restaurant business. Cheetahs. Yeah, cheetahs in my mouth. <laughs> so there was exposures on both sides, on uh, on both the Bravo and Charlie side. And, um... Bravo Charlie side? No, Bravo, Bravo and Delta side. Bravo Delta. Yeah. yeah, and, um... So right there, we're like, okay, that's, you know... We were talking about Riccio last week, I think, in the one podcast. Was that you was talking Riccio? Or no, maybe that was Bar Boys were talking Riccio. Yeah, they were talking about... Was it Acknum's? There's rescue exposure. Yeah, they were about on the way we were yeah. until on the That's way back. Yeah. Yeah. So actually in my head, I was going through the Recio thing <laughs> afterwards. Um, but I mean, it's a fairly sta- common, it's a pretty standard thing. So anyways, we left the hall, and, and it's fairly close to the hall, this this, um, this uh, building. So it only took us a couple minutes to get there. And it was actually kind of kind of humorous, because uh, when we were getting in the truck, I said to the driver, hey, it's right next to the, the place where we had a structured fire like four years ago. So it's like a redo fire for us because we knew where the hydrant was and we knew where everything was. And uh, I had the same driver and I had one of the same guys in the truck with, with me. And then we had two different people from before. So Kevin being one of them. So, yeah, we got uh, right away um, JP, who we've had on in the past. Um, I said, who wants a hydrant? He said, I'll get the hydrant. And it was pretty cool because the hydrant, we didn't have to pull it very far. The hydrant was right across the street. So we just parked and he pulled the line. He didn't have, there was no driving, going to getting off and any of that stuff. It was like, he just pulled it and got off right away. Um, when we arrived, the Delta side was, I wouldn't say fully involved. That was Bravo side. No, it was the Delta side. Delta. Oh, was it? What do you call it? Bravo and... Yeah, it was definitely the Delta set. (laughs) So that was somebody else called it, bro. Yeah. Um, So anyway, the side where the fire was, (laughs) let's just put it that way. Um, And it was really the only side that had fire showing at the time. Mm -hmm. So um, it was going pretty good. So we, even before we got there, I think we we called for the two and a half. Yeah. Because we knew we were going to have water and we knew it was going to be a pretty big fire. So um, Kevin jumped on, called for the, he called it, he'll get the two and a half. We got some awesome video about that too. CCTV footage. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in the noisy cricket soda. And it looked like. <laughs> it d- it didn't it not look like the Predator? Like it when did. he's running the, when he's running the minigun? Like yeah. Kevin's running this two and a half. Kevin's like, ah! You got time to bleed! He edited that video so nicely, it made me look like a hero. Like an idiot, but I was doing that. I was like, I was holding that thing and holding it open and going and closing it and like trying to get a loop going so I could sit on the damn thing. I couldn't get the loop going and like tripping on my feet a couple times. And like, fuck it, just went after it. And... Uh, no, yeah, the video was cool. It was good. It was good. So you can you can talk more about that. I, I hit it hard. Like so, I brought it out. 
it was like right up against the other the exposure luckily that building is a concrete structure with a metal roof yeah mm-hmm. so if it was if it wasn't it probably would have been up as well but uh, regardless I hit that side as hard as I could with the two and a half knocked it down really quick um, I kept going on that until um, all of a sudden another crew from the rear of the building started attacking down the side and that's about the time we shut that down then we got the Siamese going off of the, the two and a half yeah you guys transitioned to that yeah yeah uh-huh. and that's the great thing about that two and a half with that nozzle you can just take the nozzle tip off and transition right down mm-hmm. and do the follow up lines yeah um, so while that was going on um, I was I was looking at it going ah, I don't know like I said don't know how it started don't know why it started um, I could see Kevin was starting on the two and a half and we train one of the things we train is that we can run the two and a half by ourselves <laughs> sort of can't miss that night <laughs> he ran it I was doing no, fine he was, he was running it this was having a little trouble but anyways he was running it um, so I actually I, I grabbed because um, Warren was actually setting up to help Warren who we've also had on the podcast um, was setting up to help Kevin and I said you know what Let's we're, we're going through the front door because we're gonna we need to do a search so uh, him and I went over the front door and uh, <laughs> we, we follow the uh, you know we follow the the check like we follow our step our, our checklist right so so uh, check the door for, for heat try the door before we pry and then we shock the door and usually like I tell our guys in training when you shock the door it gives you an idea of where the, everything's everything's locked right so we shock the door by hitting it three times on the locking side right high mid low so I go, I go, I'm, I'm running the Halligan. So I'm like, shock the door, donk, doesn't move. I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> that's not good. It's usually like a, usually a front door, you get, get some movement, bent. doesn't move. I'm like, oh, hit it low, mid, doesn't move. Hit it low, moves a tiny bit. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so now it's time to, uh, to, to, to drive it in. So, uh, and we, you know, Warren and I were having good communication. You know, there was a lot of hit, drive, stop, hit, drive, stop. Yeah, going on, and uh, I gapped the door, and it and it moved a like a fraction of an inch. So using every trick in the book, we I was going middle high, like all over. Like I ripped the, I pulled the, like knocked the lock off the uh, like the deadbolt. I could see the deadbolt tore out. I was like, okay, well, I was holding it. Okay, so I up high, tore something else out, went low, tore another thing out, working, working, and so I'm like, okay, I'm not sure what the interior looks like right now. I'm. I, I feel it's probably on fire, so uh, I I quickly like leaned over and I smashed the side window out next to the door, and I told Warren to uh, like cool it a little bit, like transitional attack. Well, as soon as I did that, I felt a bunch of bars on the window, which is always awesome. That makes it that makes life a little bit more difficult. So Warren hit it a little bit inside, but he couldn't really he couldn't really um, get any access. So then uh, we kept working on the door, and it's probably about two or three minutes until we finally breached it. And actually, we ended up ripping the hinges off the off the hinge side, and. Uh, Later on, after the fire was out, I looked at what was the holdup, and it actually, uh, <clears throat> because it was a derelict house, they had uh, they ran kind of two by fours around it, and they also had a two by four pinned into the uh, middle of the door and screwed into the ground. So it wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> it, it, like for us to breach it was actually pretty cool. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, as far as it went, it took us two or three minutes. But it, when by the time we breached, the room was still viable. Like if someone was in there, we it would have still been a viable rescue. A lot of smoke was coming out when we opened, when we finally popped it, and I think that's when you arrived, Carl. It was. Um, 
So we quickly got set up for, for a push in, for a search. Um, Warren called right hand search. And then, um, I think you guys actually started going in. We did, and you pulled us back out. It was the right call, too. Yeah, so why did I pull you back out? Because that smoke. Yeah. That well, smoke. Yeah. Because uh, it, it was thick. Yeah, so I pulled you back out because I wanted to run the fan. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah. So as soon as you got that fan, and so the difference, so I went in, and it was it was black. Like, you could barely, I, I literally had to get right down to the floor to see anything. And uh, even there, it was it was basically non-existent. So then you you backed us back out within about the first ten seconds, twenty seconds. We got that fan on, and the difference was just night and day. Yeah. When we went back in behind that, we maybe waited a minute, maybe for that to go through, do its thing, and uh, yeah, I could I could see probably four inches on the floor at that point, and it just got easier and easier as we went through the building and as we were doing the search, it just got better and better quality yeah. in there by far, yeah. and I could see door frames and stuff as I was going. It just it so quick so quick the difference yeah and, and obviously we made sure we didn't um we made sure we uh that's one reason why i pulled you guys out because like we always talk about one of the biggest um killers during a positive pressure attack is having firefighters inside introducing the fan causing issues with uh you know you're introducing air potentially you get a flashover by pulling you guys out, that's what I was. I'm like, I didn't, I'm, you know, and we train it. We train not to turn the fan on with guys inside. So I pulled you guys out real quick, started up, watched the smoke conditions change. No real change, I mean, other than lightning, and then sent you guys back in. Yeah. And then I put uh, another guy on the door for door control. And just putting somebody on the door, because door control is fairly new in the fire service, um, having a guy always stationed at least to pass, anyways, um, in that frame. And it just made me feel better. Like, I just know, to know these, you guys had a tether. Um, it was, it's like you know when deep sea divers go out <laughs> you got someone feeding them the, the lifeline and you know I, I think it was JP JP was on that line and you know feeding you guys that hose and he and I and as he's coming up because I originally I was the one on the door control because you know manpower as guys are arriving and you know JP it was hitting the hydrant so by the time he finished setting up the hydrant we were already making a push. So JP came up, I quickly relayed information. I said, there's two in. I'm like trying to, Carl and Warren. He's like, what? I'm like, Carl and Warren. <laughs> Cause the fan's going, I'm on my mask, he's in a mask. There's like, he's on the two and a half. <laughs> he's yelling like, I don't got that bleed. <laughs> hey, I was done on the two and a half before you guys even reached the door. So anyways, um, <laughs> Um, finally, I, you know, he understood who was inside, and I, I think I even said how far in the. But I think he actually he could see you guys, and like you can see the probably your foot Light. as it went into the dark. Yeah. So he knew how far in you already were, and so he just parked himself, held on the hose just like we trained it. It was great. Mm -hmm. um, backed out. I saw, and then I was able to officer, do officer things. I think I met up with Ash at that point. Yeah, I think we were just coming on scene. The uh, the slowest response to a structure fire. <laughs> So, that street is the way that I generally come to a call. And if that street's busy, I'll take the back alley. Which also is... <laughs> yeah. um, tied up with engines. Yeah, tied up with engines. I mean, and at the time, not. But, so I was, I was like, oh man, like, I don't want to meet you guys and coming, come coming head on, right? Yeah. So, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go the long, the long way around, sadly. So, I, I get up there, I've been here, you know, engine one leaving. Cool. Like, I know I'm not going to get that. Oh, engine two leaving. Ah, oh, piss. Okay, all right. Well, it's right in town. We're not going to be running any sort of tender work. 
Rescue leaving. I'm like, man, come on! <laughs> <laughs> tender one leaving. Summer! <laughs> As I pull in watching the tender leave, I'm like, oh, well, that's it. And, like, you can see the glow from the truck base. And I'm all geared up. I can see two other guys are there. I'm like, yeah, the hell with this. I'm like, bush truck, let's go. They're like, really? I'm like, yep. And I got Andrew with us, and he hops in the driver's seat and flashes her up. <laughs> <laughs> Windows down. All right, we got, uh, yep, four guys. <laughs> Better remember to shut that door on the way out. <laughs> I'm just going to stop here. Yep, no, Earl's not coming. Okie dokie. <laughs> Pull out. Da, 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 down. I'm like, man, this is slow. Like, I, I knew at that point there was no sense us running code three down there. <laughs> I mean, Andrew was just cool as cool as cool can be. I mean, I'm definitely over exaggerating, but it was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty slow drive down there, and we get there, and just as we we were getting there, I hop out of the truck and I see you. I need the fan, so that's when we walked up. So we actually. Oh, you got there pretty quick then. Yeah. yeah. So which when you bring it all back in, yeah, mm-hmm. like. All of our apparatus rolled up there pretty fast. Yeah. So we were arriving on the bush track, and we were just getting the fan started. So I and you can tell my you can uh, you can figure out my head signals when I go like <laughs> I do a little, like a little twirl in front of your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you need the fan. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> at that point he had just come back out. I think yeah. he's got his mask on. <laughs> I can tell there's some frustration with the communication. At that point, I'm like, ha okay, he needs a fan. <laughs> and and one thing, like, this manpower is so important for those calls. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we got two guys inside, so right away we need Rit. I think I, yeah, you know, after, 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 yeah, I put you on Rit for a while. Because yeah. um, these guys are inside, so we're like, well, we need to we need to at least have Rit ready. Mm-hmm. Um, the tarp out and uh, and everything ready to go, because the guys are inside. and Yeah. So manpower is so important for structural fires, mm-hmm. especially when we're going interior. In hindsight, I wish I would have grabbed on our way out the truck bay. Seems how we had all the time in the world there. Yeah. Uh, grabbed a couple extra S- SCBA. I was thinking we're just going to be the gophers at, at, at that point. But uh, that late in the game, everybody was busy. Uh, we definitely could have put all of my truck right right into a rit roll if we had proper SCBA. We, we managed to grab a couple, which, which was good. So yeah, I think you, Kevin, won. I had mine off the truck. Yeah, yeah, we had, to, like, yeah. We had to pump one down and pull that off. Mm. Yeah, so we got Kevin. One was on there. You, uh, and then yeah. So we we got a rip, rip truck down. And, uh, yeah. Once once that was all rolling, kind of went and did some officer things. Kind of helped out over on the on the Bravo side because there was uh, like you say, it's just the way that we train. Um, you were already on the inside. And there was guys on the outside trying to breach into a door. And, like, you're on the other side of it already, but, like, they don't know how far you've pushed in. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you know, check. Yeah. I'm banging on the door because I, I can hear the guys breaching. Mm-hmm. I can hear, like, hit, drive. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, banging on the other side. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm here. I got it. Yeah. I'm banging. I'm like, whatever. All I had was just unlocking from the inside. Yeah. I couldn't see the lock on, actually, yeah. when I was in there still. So I was like, yeah. I'll breach it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get in. Yep. I'll just let them work on it. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. But it was really good because I I think Spencer was kind of running that that truck, and uh, uh, I think he had I think he had gas like he had some 
some new guys. newer guys. Yeah. yeah, so there was a lot of new guys got some some good experience. I took I took Ryan down on my yeah. truck, I think. So so we got him working right away. He was, and he was, he's, he was holding the fan. Yeah, so we got him in, the, into it right, right away. And it was... Uh, yeah, a really good. Anytime that we have a call like that, a really good learning experience. And I actually got got back home, and I, I shot Nick attacks being a, a smart ass from uh, bar. And I was like, "Yep, yeah, made the call. Sent guys up on the roof today, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Ah, oh, fuck yeah!" I'm like, "Yeah, it was like a super afterthought. It was just to help vent out the roof." But uh, yeah, we, yeah, and that's the difference between uh, kind of our yeah. our style and uh, mm-hmm. I guess uh, more like the East Coast American style mm-hmm. is we don't uh, we don't vent initially roof we don't yeah. sorry we don't initially do roof venting mm-hmm. roof venting is usually our our to clear smoke if yeah. we have to or mm-hmm. or to find the seat of the fi- or not see the fire to find any fire extension yeah um, whereas it's it's usually, usually reversed like the um, Americans tend to from I can see they cut the roof first yeah. to get the, the venting and then cool the fire and then use mm-hmm. a fan to blow the smoke out yeah. Whereas we use a fan for our attack, and then use uh, some. I mean, like like you said, roof venting we very rare. Yeah. Um, you know, and I actually realized partway through, I'm like, oh, we probably should train on this more because mm-hmm. we don't really train roof venting very often. Yeah. So um, there is some there is some stuff we need to, to yeah. do for that. Yeah. That would be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it went okay. Uh, and all, it, all in all, it was. It, oh, it, it was, was a, a super easy operation, yeah. but uh, yeah. yeah, in the grand scheme of things, we got 34 members. I bet you. We haven't even talked about going on the roof. In, in, a, in a good year and a bit. In a good year. I mean, other, so. than, other than on a chimney fire. Mm-hmm. Slightly different mm-hmm. tactics. But even skill. then, we haven't even talked much, much yeah. about that. So. Yeah, I mean, we just yeah. do it. We just use, you know, we use a roof ladder. And mm-hmm. We had zero chimney fires this last season, yeah, too, so. which didn't help. That's Usually true. we get a yeah. couple that mm-hmm. kind of keep it fresh in our mind. Yep. So so in the training section, we talked while well, you were... We, we talked on meeting night after, after the fact. We're going to build a roof prop. Yeah. Just to even try it, to test it, or to test it, to train it once a year, uh, to train just roof venting and mm-hmm. stuff like that, because it is a skill um, that needs that should be at least somewhere in our back pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we we do all the other skills too, of course, like our main bread and butter skills. But yeah, no, I was super happy because at one point I I stepped back and I was watching everybody work and I was like. This is kind of the culmination of all the training we've done done in the last year. You know, I was like, ah, I'm like, I can hear I can hear guys uh, communicating with uh, with uh, um, forcible entry because there was like two teams working forcible entry because yeah. all, all yeah. the windows like all the windows were boarded up too. So even yeah. just a vent, whole building, you know, even yeah. a vent. Like uh, I, I was working with Kevin for a while after he came back from the two and a half, and we were trying to we were trying to pop a window just to help vent some more smoke. And uh, it was all boarded up. I think we ended up ripping the whole window frame. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole, the whole <laughs> like three quarter plywood <laughs> screwed right to the frame. Get the halogen in between the plywood and the frame. We're like, okay, get get Scott to fucking hit it in there, and then brief on it. And rather than the board or any of the screws giving, <laughs> the the whole, half the frame comes out. I'm like, oh well, then just. Yeah, and we I use the axle of it yeah. as a wedge, and then we just kept. Prime, Prime, finally. Smash that, yeah. uh, smash the spike of the halogen into the yeah. frame and then just ripped it right ripped off it, yeah. the hole. So yeah, and, and then there's bars. Yeah, and there's bars. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah, the bars were on the inside, facing the inside. It was, yeah. uh, it was definitely yeah. interesting. Uh, yeah. I, and the whole time I'm like, ugh, Rit. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't yeah. good for Rit. Well, yeah, and I was on the Rit team at that time. I'm like, oh, that is not a viable <laughs> Well, it worked too well because the boys ended up just cutting a hole in the side and then came in through that way. And then there was a whole room in those studs. Oh, in the back, yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you and yeah, me and Warren pushed in, and we're, we knew there was another room. 
And we couldn't. A, we knew there was another room on the building, but we couldn't. There was no door to yeah, access because it was all boarded yeah, up. Yeah, because Warren, Warren comes to me, he's like, "There's another half of this building we can't get to." I'm like, well, "I'm like, what about this wall?" He's like, "Oh." So we ripped some paneling off, and then it's like, <laughs> we saw it through, make a little hobbit hole. <laughs> we all crawled through and found some more fire. Yeah, <laughs> and then that's where the door was that uh, that uh, Spencer's truck was working on. Yeah, um, but but that door was pretty reinforced, mm-hmm. so it took a little bit. So I think if we would have uh, waited to breach and not cut the hole, we might have had a much a bit bigger fire extension in that, on the inside. In that yep. room. So. I would agree. Mm-hmm. That, that building is a great example of those older homes that we are going to come across here in town, in smaller towns, everywhere. So it was the classic square house built back in the whatever, 40s. And addition after addition, after addition. And they utilized the original truss section from the main roof and then just kept adding less slope. But all of it still tied into the main peak. So there was... It was weird. There was like three truss sections of roof. And of the three, there was the one on the outside and the original both had like shingles on them still so i went and looked to that so the original still had shingles on it on the inside yeah so i mean it was it was a disaster up up, up in the truss section it was it's amazing that like the work we did in that roof mm-hmm. is the amount of crop that was in that roof yeah um i mean the pearson nozzle does great work mm-hmm. that's one thing that we pulled out pretty quick um one thing with the pearson nozzle we found fairly early once we got the pearson nozzle is that is cool as it sounds it doesn't pierce very it easily not. Um, it, it'll go through drywall like like nobody's business mm-hmm. but it will not go through wood very easily without a whole lot of effort so what we've just started doing now we just take a chainsaw cut a little cut hole a kind of like a four a four by four inch hole out of uh, out of the roof um, basically the width of the blade times times four yeah and then uh jam the piercing nozzle on there because it still gets that nice steam but it, it's way quicker than trying to drive up here and way less work for the guys. Yeah. So uh, I just got two, I got two firefighters once you guys had pushed in and we're working on the interior more. I got those guys coming through with the piercing nozzle and the chainsaw and every, I think every six or eight feet I told them, just chop a small hole, mm-hmm. shove the piercing nozzle in, let it run. Piercing nozzle is like the most boringest nozzle in the world because <laughs> you can't actually see the fire. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the most effective nozzle in the world. <laughs> so just so what had happened with the piercing nozzle portion, we went because I, I, afterwards I circled back out, got a refill, came back in, and Xander was doing it. Yeah. And uh, Kev was on the chainsaw, so they were cutting holes and bits and pieces, and then uh, his second guy went. So I just took over with Xander, and we were clearing it that space in the in the roof. But before that, we switched back. We switched off the piercing nozzle. And we were doing the the old camera sights with the tick. Right, yeah. Shooting yeah, up through the roof. Attic, yeah. it, was, it worked so well. Like right. it, because it, I, I was like, you got the tick. He's like, yeah. I'm like, great. I know there's heat up there. I can see it still smoking. I was like, you're you're my gun sight. So he did my gun sight. Right. I'm just looking through, and it was so easy, so easy to see right. through that in that situation. It was great, um, and we could see it cooling off. Definitely, it just wasn't. It wasn't killing it. Um, it was still it was still up so that's when we went back to the Pearson nozzle but we'd made a little bit more space now because I was hitting it with a straight stream through that through that cylinder and I was I was whipping it too trying to create yeah, yeah, um, yeah trying to get that kind of venturi effect just by whipping it around in that in that square hole and it was great like the smoke in the room cleared out better it was really good and then we ended up getting the Pearson nozzle got in a little bit closer and then 
Xander, Xander stuffs up in the ceiling space and all of a sudden you're just and you don't push him against the wall a little bit and the big piece of wood comes down it wasn't it wasn't like huge but it was a piece of the, the ceiling came down sideways and kind of swung yeah. and as it did this whole chunk of insulation all this and it instantly Xander turns into basically like a pink insulation yeah. chicken <laughs> he just covered, and you just see him and he because he's got that mannerism right he just turns to me and you can just see him like ugh <laughs> he's like what do I do I'm like so he's just holding the piercing nose in front of him just washing himself off <laughs> that's funny but yeah that, that piercing nose you're right we couldn't get it through the wood no way no and that's why we've just, we've just started making those small access cuts no because you, you don't want it too big you want to have it small enough so it, uh, you can stick it in there and make the steam mm-hmm. but that thing saved us so much uh, work in the years we've had it because it just you know you shove it up in an attic and it just it, it puts it out enough that it slows it down so then once we do chop a bigger hole we can go up and find it without it like raging up there in the ceiling yeah. or without us having to rip down our entire room of ceiling just to find the find the fire yeah. Yeah. the other thing with that and I didn't think about it until after and it was like it, at home in England if you've got an attic space it's full of stuff like people stuff it full of things oh yeah That's like true. white storage yeah here in Canada we don't do that no which because I was thinking like what if someone's digging in there with it? Yeah, you get full Griswold and right. Yeah. Crazy. Right? I think it's like the older style houses. <laughs> yeah, that's it a little more. So I just like it's something that I think we need to be a little bit more like mindful about. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like if I know we we try and stick to those small holes. Um, it you know, and the small holes are to a point. Like we 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 will we know we have to eventually either find it find the attic access or cut an attic access yeah which we end up doing yes um, so, so the small holes are important the reason why where they're why they're important for being small is to make that steam in that attic because mm-hmm. we know like we pretty much know no one's gonna be up there i mean that's pretty good like and, and especially in a building like, like in, that, in that house we know there's <sighs> the chance of somebody actually being up there it's so slim mm-hmm. so we were doing those steam kind of steam kills in that attic and then yeah and then eventually we cut a big Hole, access hole. Yeah. yeah. From uh, from my point of view, from standing back and looking at it a few times, it went amazingly well. Yeah. We nailed it super quick. Um, got in super fast. The search with Warren was great. Like we had great communication, banging away. It just got clearer and clearer in there with that fan. The boys were already working on the, the other doors. By the time we ended up getting into that back room, they were already pretty much through the other side. We found the other portion of the fire. It all just went swimmingly from from start to finish. It was good. It was good. And yep. you, it was it was it was that it was a complete test of every one of the skills that we train consistently from from the door breaches, multiple door breaches yeah. to to tool usage when it came to the chainsaw tools we don't always pull out with the piercing nozzle mm-hmm. and then roof roof stuff obviously that's something that now we're going to add in which is great um but to interior searches and communication oh. it just it all yeah. went great i'll take that call over the warehouse fire yeah and that's those hand to one those are the calls i like because it, oh. it's winnable you can win it made, yeah. It we're like yeah we're winning this is mm-hmm. <laughs> but like so a lot of the guys are like ah it's one of those houses that you know some of the guys weren't feeling good about saving that because it's a derelict old home that's gonna get I'm like it's always good for the people of the town to see 
how good we are at our job. Because, mm-hmm. you know, was, at one point I looked and there was like 40 people out there watching, which yeah. is, you know, for, for like 12, 1 in the morning, that's pretty good for a yeah. small town. All these people are sitting there watching. The owners of the building, the, the business next to us, they were super happy mm-hmm. because we saved, like, even though it was, it was concrete, um, you know, their door was a little warped and stuff. So, yeah. you know, we did, we did a bunch of good work. So mm-hmm. guys shouldn't be like, eh, we saved this dirt toast. It's like, no, we saved a bunch of stuff around it. So, oh, yeah. And we did good work. I mean, the on the one side there is that kind of wood place. Is yeah, that, like that, a, that place would go up. Yeah, if, that, I mean, if that, that house was full on, that would have yeah. lit up. Like, and and that, that, would have been, that would have been a, a horrible, horrible situation. Lumberyard on fire. Because it's like, not even just a lumberyard. Like, it's, it's laminated yeah, glue yeah. lumber. Yeah, yeah, it would have been like waves of black flaming tar smoke. Yeah, yeah. Fast, fast moving fire. Yeah, anyway. it would have gone quick. That would have been a mutual yeah. aid call, maybe. Big time. 100%. 100%. It, it's a huge, huge lumberyard. Mm-hmm. And then they've got warehouses and stuff in there, too. Oh, yeah, and the old, the old uh, coach building. Yeah, yep. Oh, yeah. that would have yeah. been a nightmare. Yeah. Well, Actually, yeah. I'm, still, I'm still scared of that building. Thinking oh, of, like, yeah. all the different rooms. It's and crazy in there. Have pathways. you ever been inside oh, there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Yeah. Back when it was full functional yeah. still, it was coach, like... Yeah. Where am I? Right. Like, I couldn't imagine a full call and they're crawling around in the dark and Sounds like smoke that's on the, the list then. That should <laughs> be a probably set up a tour. Well, even plan. back in the well, day, we, it was we all. Did, we did do a tour of that of the lumber thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did it. We did it when it first opened. It's, it's pretty it. much an open room now. It's an open building now. It's not as yeah, crazy. There's their yeah. side of it. Yeah. Now it's segregated more. Oh, no, yeah. Coach is. But there's like. But a lot of that we were not going to go interior on. There's nobody inside. It's a commercial building. I mean, if it's burning through the roof, we're not going to be like, oh, let's crawl in. Let the old one? Let the last one? Yeah. We're calling in, boys. Okay, you heard from the inner yard. That was a hefty. <laughs> um, one oh, thing. Man. Um, Worst Facebook group ever. <laughs> you know, one thing we had the. Um, you had. There was the uh, different levels of insulation. Because you had the pink insulation. Um, and then we had some like foam insulation. There was sawdust in there. And then the sawdust. Sawdust is always a problem in these old homes, um, because when sawdust lights on fire, it doesn't want to go out easy. It's basically like little tiny, little tiny structure fires, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they take forever to put out. I remember one time I breached a roof. I ripped the roof down, and it was like the sawdust was pouring, and it looked like liquid fire coming from the ceiling because all this, all the sawdust was burning, and it was like pouring on top of us, and we're like, it was just like burning. Sawdust, but it looked like fi- like a fire liquid. Yeah. Like, oh, that's oh, that's, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So it takes a long time to overhaul that stuff. The trust building, that's something that I will. Man, that was the coolest shit to see. It uh, it was like a fire fall, like a waterfall yeah. of fire. It was this bit bomb of fire comes down. <laughs> Next one, and then it's just big streams of fire rolling down. And it was at that moment I knew. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucked. <laughs> she I should not be in here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me and my inch and a half stand zero chance. I'm out. <laughs> but really cool. But yeah, it's... Yeah, sawdust is useless. Yeah, gets all over you. You know, we're, so we're, by the end, by the end of overhaul, we're all covered in sawdust and whatever else is in that yeah. room. Mm-hmm. And then what do we use to get rid of that? The decommodator. I was quite happy mm. to see everybody. Like, there was a good 12 guys. People put their gear back yeah. on to go through it. Yeah. Yep. 
know, it, they're kind of guys are looking at it because it's new still, yeah. and you know, you know, we're putting it. We hook, or I think it just in you to get it. Mm-hmm. And I know you're <laughs> arguing with Rob because Rob had it all set up on, on engine yeah. two, <laughs> but Rob's in the back early <laughs> on engine two. I'm like, no one's going over there. <laughs> like we're bring it over here. We'll put it on the on engine one, and so we hooked up the engine one like right, right at the front of the structure. So once we were doing over, or once we were overhaul was done, we started doing mop up, and then we started doing um, clean up. Um, you know, a bunch of the guys were kind of standing around like, what is that thing? Because they hadn't seen it really in action. So then, uh, you know, I think I went through and then you went and then Kevin went through and then and then we started going through and then the next thing there was like a line a of line guys. Yeah. Just like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they put their packs back yeah. on. Packs like, are back on. I, think, I don't know if anything's ever gone back to the hole that clean. It was clean. <laughs> and again, we, we drove back <laughs> and it didn't stink like death in that truck. <laughs> and it was all, like everything was pretty much nicely rinsed off. My only yeah. beef is that it manages to find the weak spots in your... Yeah, just, it, it, it gets... It pushes yeah, that water right yeah, in and yeah, it just soaked. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I'm mm-hmm. not soaked in sweat by the time anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of nice to cool off, actually, yeah. a little bit. So, yeah. that, was, that was good. It was great. It was uh, from from start to finish. I don't know if... And it goes to that, that thing of the training and the mm-hmm. stacking of training. If we do, if we did not do the training in the stacking method that we do, I do honestly believe that that whole thing would have been way more confusing. But everybody knew if he's yeah. on the irons, like if he's got the axe and he's got the halley, like when I came over and you two were hitting that door, there was a nozzle on the floor. I picked it up and I held and I twisted and I tested and I was ready. Right. And somebody else, then you ended up with the fan coming in. And it was just that everyone was moving with a purpose. And we, it's always we, nice to see. We followed that, uh, we filled the hole. Like that's a, you know, I always yeah. preach to you guys is like fill a hole if you see a if you see an empty spot don't wait for somebody to go uh, don't wait for some captain who's got a hundred other things to do mm-hmm. um, if you see the spot that's empty and you know from training it's an empty spot needs to be filled fill it mm-hmm. and that's what you did it was good um, yeah for us coming in so late that was uh, I mean I kind of rolled into a little bit of safety and then a little bit of that like you just kind of look around and it was that whole support role right and um it was super cool to see, you know, coming in late where everybody's already got a task and I really seeing it all unfold. It was super, super impressive. Um, you know, like you came up to me a few times and asked for a few, few things and, um, kind of got that, that rolling. I was working a bit with the other Andrew, uh, who was IC and like, he had a million things going he was asking for a couple things so I kind of went and worked with him for a bit and bouncing around like you say watching it from from that stood you know that stood back section saying hey this is uh, really all of our training coming together on a very viable save if there was people on the in- inside I have we'd go I have a hundred percent you know confidence if they were in the front section they they were coming out then <laughs> i'll tell you what confused me and i was like oh man there's a whole basement to this i thought uh because when i got there i mean it was still rolling pr- pretty good on the delta side yeah and there were stairs going down yeah. um and i'm like oh man like what andrew said to me like, yeah. the ic he's like hey there's a basement of this building like there is. As soon like, as we went in, there is. I was banging, <laughs> yeah. and that yeah. floor was hollow, and it was yeah. like, uh So what it actually was is a, was a really crappy crawl space because I ended up crawling in there later, mm-hmm. like during uh, well, when you and I went back the next day to mm-hmm. do some uh, cording and off a little bit of investigation, 
um, I stuck my head down there. I'm like, oh, just a, just a really, really uh, crawl space. Yeah. <laughs> just, Access for. Uh, so you would have fell about a foot. Yeah. Yeah, you would have. Yeah. You might have hit your. Hit your knee. <laughs> yeah. But it's good to still. Yeah, we were still sending it. We didn't yeah. know. You didn't know. Nope. Still sending it. Yeah. What was that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that. That was the fire. Oh, it was good. It, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it does seem we're getting more practice though. Three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In three weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think the big, big lesson is that definitely uh, layer your training. Yeah. yeah. Don't just train one skill. I can't believe that's actually a thing that they try to push. I, I will. I <laughs> I saved the article because when I was reading it, I was like, "This is absolutely against everything that we do," and yeah. I don't understand why you wouldn't want to do that. Like, I, like you know, I like in I like in a lot of stuff we do because it is like to sports. And I'm not a big sports person, but like if you're playing hockey and all you do is practice passing and never do a skirmish or never play a play a game. <laughs> Sorry, if you never play a, like a game against each other. You're never gonna know how to play, like so. Like same thing, you know. If you just do slap shots, yeah, you get you're a really wicked slap shot, but you never know how to take the pass to take the slap shot. Mm-hmm. Man, it's right. Sports analogy, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's just do sports. That's my limited sports analogy, but you know what I mean. Like if you, yeah. so if we just practice spraying water <laughs> with an inch and a half from a distance, it's like we don't know how to push, don't know how to move it, don't know how to assert. Like it's. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. Yeah. I have to read the article. Yeah, I will. I'd like to see that. I'll yeah. post that. Yeah, maybe I misread it, but I don't think I misread it. Right. So, but yeah. So with your training, stack it up, make it all, uh, make it all run tickety boo. Well, do scenarios. <laughs> as the old JP would say. Yeah. yeah. You know, do scenarios where you you, you could fail, in the yeah. scenario. Train to uh, fail. Yeah. Train to fail. Absolutely. Train to failure. Yeah. Because yeah. um, we try to make it as hard as we can mm-hmm. in training. And then when it's real time, it's like, oh, it's actually pretty easy. Like, the only, the hardest thing that night for me was trying to <laughs> reach a pred friggin' door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but we still, we, you know, we have lots of tricks now from having this, having our door breach prop and doing a bunch of door breaching. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of tricks that Warren and I were trying and, and end up working in the end, mm-hmm. end up breaching the door. Yeah. So. I think, I mean, we always talk about training hard. Um, I want to say it was uh, Dr. Sparrow kept saying, work or train hard work easy yeah right he like really hit on it all weekend and uh i mean we we, we say that a ton but uh, it's true um the oh, the harder you work in training the easier th- that fire was annoying but it wasn't hard huh. right because every, everybody was just working away you know like were we tired after it yes but were we like mentally and physically exhausted I mean, we had a we had a control like we were there for two three hours doing mop up and stuff but we had a control within probably 15 minutes minutes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like it was minutes quick. it was controlled yeah. It was, inside and outside yeah. yeah it was controlled search is done mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah like the overall stress level from the outside was yeah. nothing well what did uh, quite quickly because uh, Bob and, and and Brian were both away because the chief and deputy chief were both away on a conference mm-hmm. and the next morning I'm talking to Bob on the phone he's like I was talking and he was talking to somebody at this conference he's like I don't know if I should be proud or if I should feel redundant because <laughs> he, he goes the guys didn't need me last night <laughs> and they did a great job so. nailed it yep. <laughs> you know he's proud oh, yeah. 
Yeah, because he was calling around because I got the same call. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, so how did it go? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, really, really well. Really, hey, how was this person? How, you know, how was this person? Actually, really good. They're like, oh, good, good, good. And like, it wasn't like they were expecting them to do poorly. Just asking, was this new person here? How was this person? As yeah. I see, how was yeah. this? How was this? Right. All, all. Just curious how things went, and it was, uh, it was, it was all positive. It was, it was good. Yeah. Gentlemen. I think, yep. I think we're good. I think we're I think good. That's all she wrote. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Yeah. Sorry for the weird start. Kind of got I'm, lost there for a minute. I'm not, but I'm hey. not sorry in the least. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to own that. Yeah. Ash. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Kev. Good evening. Scott. Great. Good night, everyone. Thanks.